Broadcasting live to the world now. It's Sheila Zelensky. They replace repentance with dreams of the good life. Dying daily, taking up your cross, suffering and sacrificing have been superseded with name it and claim it. as dark as I know it looks out there the good news is that God is advancing his kingdom and it's very exciting to be a part of his great commission it's Sheila Zielinski the Sheila Zielinski show the only show to give you the truth behind the headlines prophecy and the deeper things of God now here is your host end time watchwoman Sheila Zielinski Hi, everyone, and welcome to this Tuesday, May 10th edition of the Sheila Zielinski Show. Thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast today from around the globe. I broadcast 6 p.m. Eastern Time daily. That's weekdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday to Friday, right here at WeekendVigilante.com. I just want to remind you that the new Weekend Vigilante app just got some upgrades. So if you go into your app store and you update that app, it'll give you all the newest updates. So it has some kinks worked out of it now. We heard from you, the listener, and made some changes to it. And I think you'll be very happy with it. And there's one more change on the horizon. We're going to make it while you're listening to the show. You're going to be able to multitask by accessing the other features on the app. So we're making some changes. There's always some kinks to work out whenever you get something new like this. And I hope you are enjoying the app. That's Weekend Vigilante. You can look that up. That's the Weekend Vigilante app. And you can get it by going to the app store on your smart device. And I do hope you're enjoying that. Well, folks, I decided today that I am going to do a teaching on something that I think really needs some teaching. Because let me tell you, there are a lot of doctrines that are creeping in the church, doctrines of devils, and seducing spirits are seeping into the church, literally. And, and today, I'm going to talk about yoga and the kundalini spirit. Now, recently, I was absolutely stunned when I saw a church advertising yoga. This is an evangelical church advertising yoga classes. Now, somehow our churches have placed a stamp of approval on yoga. And here's the deal, folks. Yoga is not, I repeat, not a harmless exercise or good stretching for your health. No. What does it say there in 1 Peter 5, 8? It says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now, there's a frightening trend here. And again, I said many Christians, they're into yoga. And again, let me assure you, this is not harmless. Now, awakening the kundalini is the expression used by mystics and Hindu gurus and New Agers for the practice of focusing on a serpent spirit energy in the form of a coiled snake located, supposedly located at the base of the spine. So through meditation and yoga, the aim is to raise the kundalini through spiritual waypoints called chakras. 
Chakras are located along the spine. So the goal here is to elevate that kundalini spirit to the crown chakra, which is located at the top of the head. Now, this is very dangerous in the extreme. The idea is to awaken the third eye, the all-seeing eye, the eye of Ra, Hiru, Horus, opening up portals of your mind. That's essentially what this is. The serpent goes up the 33 bones of your spine. There's that lovely number 33. So what you're trying to do here in this is connect with the serpent god. The third eye represents the third strand of the DNA. So when the pineal gland, now people, some people call that pineal gland, pineal gland, I'm calling it pineal gland. Anyway, it's in the deep recess in your brain. So these new agers say when the gland is activated, you receive illumination and awareness. So illumination, they say, will take place when that pineal gland is activated. That's what they say. So let's just go to a New Age website here. I'm going to read you the definition of the pineal gland. A New Age website, or I'll call it newage because that rhymes with sewage. Okay, the pineal gland, the center point, the fusion point of your brain, the master gland. So you're getting the idea here, the seat of clairvoyance, they call it. It allows you to commune with the creator. Really? The only thing, folks, that allows you to commune with your creator is the mediator between God and man, and that's Jesus Christ, not this peanut-sized gland in your brain. So the article goes on to say, connect with forces in the spiritual realm. The pineal gland can allow illumination and connection to creator. Hmm, isn't that interesting? No Jesus there. Okay, so here's the deal with the pineal gland, folks. It plays an important role in the release of melatonin. That's really essentially in a very simple way. It's the chemical that, it's actually a hormone that's responsible for our sleep and our dream states. Our body produces it naturally. Now, there's two things that pineal gland releases, DMT and melatonin. Now, dimethyltryptamine is a mood regulator, essentially, and Amazon shamans used to produce it through activating their pineal gland, producing this out-of-body experience, apparently. So melatonin is actually also called the hormone of darkness. So again, you got to remember, these people are stating that this gland allows you to connect with God, become like God, tap into your godness. <laughs> Wow. Okay, they say the pineal gland is the key to the fountain of youth and immortality is achieved by activating the pineal gland. Now, remember what Genesis 3 says, the serpent, well, there's that serpent, said, ye shall not surely die. You will become like God. So this is the central theme, folks, around what yoga is about. And yoga is rooted in Eastern meditation. Vedic Hinduism and mysticism, but particularly in the Eastern meditation. Yoga positions, chanting Om, these visualizations and these kind of self-hypnotic trances, they open you up to receive this demonic kundalini, the kundalini spirit. And it's worth noting that this kundalini spirit has been entering into churches across the world, even in North America. Churches in America are opening the door for this kundalini spirit. And now this spirit, it causes people to have manifestations that they think is the Holy Spirit. It mimics the Holy Ghost. So they're making strange animal noises, 
hissing like snakes, weird, violent jerking movements, thrashing around, convulsing, crawling on the floor, going around like a dog, making weird noises. So the other thing the kundalini spirit actually can produce is mimic visions and dreams. And also the frightening part of it is it produces complete feelings of euphoria. Some people might call that feelings of peace. Now, the other manifestations can include feeling like you're on fire, like you're being electrified. You know, they could talk about the fire, the fire. Well, again, it's mimicking the Holy Spirit. These demons are mimicking the Holy Spirit, these kundalini spirits, yet only the most discerning are seeing it. Now, everybody remembers Todd Bentley, and I'm not going to get into a whole show on that, but if there ever was a guy to check out and see the kundalini spirit operating in it, it's him. And that is my opinion. I have not changed my opinion on that. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He doesn't go around kicking people. Am I a fan of, uh, well, Rick Joyner and Todd Bentley have teamed up again. Frightening, to say the least. I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) Anyway, so what is yoga? What is it? Yoga is a Sanskrit term of a spiritual practice of discipline that aims to transform both the body and mind. So you could say it's a physical, mental, and spiritual practice. It's a practice in Hinduism and Buddhism of attaining nirvana, which is the ultimate goal of complete enlightenment. So the term yoga is actually derived from the literal meaning yoking together, the yoking of body and mind. And so this ascetic, mystic Hindu discipline is supposed to achieve liberation of the self in union with the Supreme Spirit or universal soul through meditation. Now, I'm going to tell you, it isn't the Supreme Holy Spirit. Let me tell you that. It is the exact opposite. It is a completely demonic. All these supposed postures that all these Christians are doing, these poses, you know, the controlled breathing, the meditation, clearing your mind, that kind of thing are being practiced. Now, every one of these postures, these poses is giving homage to deities, Hindu deities, Hindu gods. And what is the very first thing the commandments tell us? Thou shall have no gods before me. Because what does God say about transforming our minds? Because this is really what yoga seeks to do is transforming our mind. And Every single Holy Ghost-filled, Bible-believing Christian should instantly have major red flags and alarm bells going off and discern that yoga and Christianity are not compatible in any way, shape, or form. We see the definition yoga as being, it actually says, transforms body and mind. Well, what does God say about transforming our mind there in Romans 12 too? And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Immediately, we see a problem here with this phrase, transforming our mind in yoga. Oh, you'll transform your mind all right, but it won't be in a good way. So do you really think that it's okay for Christians to open up their minds to something that will transform them to be more like a Hindu, a Buddhist, a mystic? Well, it's pretty black and white, but yet this is exactly what yoga is accomplishing in your life. Now, again, we see in Proverbs fourteen twelve, it says, There is a way which seems right unto a man, 
but the end thereof are the ways of death. So think about that yoking together, that yoga is yoking of the mind and body. That should be a major red flag right there. And what does the word say in 2 Corinthians 6.14? Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion hath light with darkness? This is the question I'm asking you. What business does a Christian have immersed in this devilish practice? This is a Hindu discipline to bring mind and body into submission. But submission to what is the question? When you're in this pose or posture of worship to various Hindu gods, you're making an offering essentially to millions of Hindu deities. Of course, that's left out of your pamphlet at your little church yoga center. But, you know, because people, let's face it, they're just coming there to stretch and relax and be energized. Well, I'll tell you what, you're going to be energized with the kundalini spirit. Now, put it bluntly, that kundalini, again, is completely demonic. There is nothing coiled at the base of the spine. But it's interesting because that state of consciousness you supposedly achieve, what's going to spring up when you do that? I mean, of course, we know occultists, they're in touch with this consciousness. And we see this in yoga. The student tries to empty their mind to prepare for meditation. And an empty mind, that's exactly what Satan likes. Let's see what God says about meditation. Psalm 1914, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in the sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. We meditate on his law and his word. We fill our minds with the goodness of our father's perfect and holy words. Do you want an empty mind or do you want a mind filled with God's word? Now, there's an I actually read a report. There's an estimated 50 million people in America yoga practice. Of course, in the 60s, you saw the whole transcendental meditation that came on the scene. And it was all about this time of self-realization and finding the meaning to life within yourself. So society pushed God out, kicked him to the curb, and replaced him with self. That's where that whole secular humanism piece came in, that new religion of self. And it's really, let's face it, in the last couple decades, that has been the moral decline of our society, that whole underpinning of self. Because, hey, if there's no God, then there's no moral absolutes, right? Well, unfortunately, this ideology has also crept into the church. So there was a book written called Kundalini, the Mother Power in 1992. The book says that the author here, this Sri Chinmoy, is the author of this book. Apparently, what the book says is Sri entered an ashram, this is what they call their little spiritual community, at the age of 12, where he became, this is what he purports in the book, he became a master in kundalini yoga. So he comes over to New York City in 1964. This guy has had a profound influence on millions of people. He's written a ton of books, like something like 850 books. And here is the stunning part. He's been giving bi-weekly meditations at the United Nations, ooh, big surprise, Satan Central, since 1970. And apparently he composes these peace concerts around the world. So here's a quote from his book. Sri Chamney's achievements as a weightlifter have also earned him considerable renown. 
He's lifted objects weighing as much as 7,000 pounds using only one arm. People by the millions are falling into the devil's trap of the kundalini religion and its demonic witchcraft. So what's surprising in this book was the following words I read. En route to his own spiritual realization, Sri Chimnoy attained mastery over the kundalini and occult powers. Did you hear that? Occult powers. Now, right off the bat, we as born-again believers, we have some serious problem with that if this guy is involved in occult practices. So the underpinning of this kundalini is the occult. Using the Bible, I would define the occult as any force, power, or guidance apart from God and his word. So if you're seeking guidance apart from God's word, that's a very foolish thing to do, my friend. The cult is very devilish, but it's also very foolish. And new age is the occult, astrologies of the occult. These folks are seeking for answers apart from the true and living God. And when they speak of these forces, this Sri Chimnoy speaking of power, Notice what the Bible has to say concerning power. Matthew twenty-eight eighteen, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Hence, Jesus Christ is Lord, supreme authority over all. That is what the Bible says. If you do not believe in the Bible, well, that's another story. But there's no power in the universe that does not originate from Jesus Christ. And we have to be very discerning here, folks. Isaiah 520 says, Woe unto him that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. These are these people saying, oh, yoga's good. No, it's not. It's not good. It's not good at all. Now, I just want to read another quote here from this book, Sri's book, Kundalini, The Mother Power. Of course, it begins by claiming that God is both a mother and father, male, female, divine goddess. As soon as I hear that word, of course, the alarm bells go off. But it states, the kundalini power is the power of the supreme goddess, the power, the mother aspect of the divine. The Bible doesn't mention any such thing. There's no feminine side of God presented in the Bible. Now, of course, this guy, he speaks all through the book on spiritual power, but never defines what or who that spiritual power is referring to. But I think we know because the New Age movement, it obliterates the Lord Jesus Christ. They always speak of powers and forces, but they fail to recognize the only source of all power is God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So notice in the Bible, Jesus is our peace, not tapping into our penal gland or the kundalini crown chakra. This is very, very devilish, especially when these these mystics, these Vedic Hindus, these gurus tell you that kundalini power, it can perform all kinds of miracles. Oh, I'm sure that false signs and wonders are, because as we said in the beginning, This spirit can mimic the Holy Spirit. If you've ever seen somebody hissing in a church or barking like a dog, I'm going to tell you right now, that is not of the Holy Spirit. Flailing around, jerking around, rolling on the floor. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's not doing crazy stuff like that. Extracting information or guidance from a pagan god. The Bible forbids us to have any dealings with the occult, new age, these kind of unholy practices, Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12, read it. 
What does it say there? Anyone that uses divination, an observer of times or an enchanter or a witch or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits or a wizard, you can lump all this stuff into that. This is an abomination unto the Lord God. This is divination, witchcraft. The living God does not think it is okay for you to go bouncing off to yoga at your church. Go read 1 Corinthians 10 there, 20. That is a sobering scripture. What say I then, that the idol is anything or that which is offered and sacrificed to idols anything? But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not ye should have fellowship with devils. There's real danger here playing with the occult. All this stuff. I mean, Christians reading their horoscopes? Come on. All of this stuff. All tarot card reading, astrology, horoscopes, palm reading, fortune teller, these psychics, clairvoyants, the crystal balls. There are demons behind all of these. And if you're seeking guidance, power, information from them, you're practicing witchcraft. That's the bottom line. You know, I was reading this actual little pamphlet in one of these churches, and it was calling it the ultimate workout and weight loss class. And this is a Hatha yoga class. And, you know, again, it's being promoted across the nation. It's being promulgated as this very healthy, great way to get in shape. It's just to clear your mind. As one Christian woman told me that I talked to, I find it a very good way to clear my mind. I find it really peaceful, and it really energizes me and puts me in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that lovely? And I wonder for how long. Because let me tell you, I'm seeing a lot of manifestations across our nation with this kundalini spirit. And again, it's not a joke. It's not a game. It's not some little cutesy thing. This is serious. This is dangerous. And again, you all know somebody that's doing yoga. Christians are practicing this absolutely devilish yoga. You know a Christian that does. Now, again, that term chakra, kundalini yoga, they say is the yoga of prana. Prana is the, as this newage, sewage website says, the life energy of the universe, the life energy of the universe flows through our human bodies through three channels, left, right, and the spine. The three channels meet at seven different locations in our body called chakras. There are seven corresponding worlds to the seven chakras. Each world is symbolized by a color and a symbol. Earth, water, heat, air, ether, energy, and infinite space. So each of these seven chakras has a presiding deity or cosmic god, they say. They say their concentration focuses on something tiny. When you meditate, focus on a rock or the sea or the sky. As you master each chakra, it says special occult powers are obtained. There you go. There's that nice word. Occult powers. Special occult powers are obtained, which also can cure all manners of disease and traveling to any part in the world in a few seconds. Wow, there's that transcendental meditation. Kundalini are the powers aroused through either concentration or meditation. You meditate on those seven chakras to invoke the cosmic gods. Well, need I say more? So the site goes on to say, you know, by purifying yourself with a bath with flowers facing the sun early in the morning before using kundalini, that's really, that's wonderful. Have you guys ever noticed that in India, the people that have the dot on their forehead? Well, 
this is the third eye, as I talked about in the beginning. Just as with the other chakras, the third eye opens a door to a deity. Now, this is actually a Hindu website. In this case, Shambhu, this is really good. With the third eye, you can see backward, forward, everywhere else. You can see into the past, the future, and the future at the same eye. Once you open your third eye, you'll be able to tell even two years ago what you ate for breakfast. It will also show you the future. Again, divination, witchcraft. Well, there you go. That's kundalini yoga in a nutshell. So it doesn't take a nuclear physicist or somebody with a degree in theology to see what's going on here, folks. Here's my thoughts on all this. Deuteronomy 6.4, what does it say? There is one God, the teaching that many presiding deities, that's a lie from the pit of hell. The whole concept of a divine mother, that's heathen. The Bible teaches no such thing, and the Holy Spirit is not a feminine side of God, as a person wrote me. God has no feminine side presented anywhere in the scriptures, and that's a fact. That's it. The Bible lays out to us God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, the Godhead. Might be a difficult doctrine for you to comprehend, but it's not difficult for the born-again believer to believe this. You have to understand this seemingly harmless practice of yoga is the practice of summoning pagan gods and it's witchcraft and it's demonic and you are opening yourself up to a kundalini spirit. Kundalini yoga is pure witchcraft. You don't use any form of meditation to invoke the powers of cosmic gods. They're demons. That's all it is. There is no cosmic gods. They're demons, folks. Let's call it what it is. Yoga is simply another front for Satan worship. If you want power from the devil, he'll give it to you, but you'll pay with your soul. This whole New Age movement that's creeping into the churches, it's one of Satan's devices. The Holy Ghost mimicking by this kundalini spirit, Satan has not had an original idea since his inception. He tries to mimic everything of God, counterfeit it. Ignorance is dangerous, folks. You would be stunned at how many believers say they attend yoga classes, and it's not a joke. This is life and death for tens of millions. Our purpose in life is to please God, Revelation 4.11, and we can only please him by faith. So it's time for people to snap out of their trance on this topic of yoga, because you know what the bottom line is? The ultimate goal of yoga? Demon possession. And this kundalini spirit, again, is creeping into the church, and this is a serious issue. And if you have attended yoga, stop. You need to get some deliverance for it. I think that is very important. Now, if you've been involved in kundalini yoga, it is time to repent, renounce it, and get free from it. So I have a prayer that I would like to lead you in. Pray with me now and receive this. Father God, I repent for opening any door that may have caused the kundalini and associated spirits to come in. I now renounce all association with Satan through witchcraft, sorcery, divination, necromancy, any spirits working through Eastern mysticism, ascended masters, and spirit guides, reincarnation, transcendental meditation, soul travel, martial arts, tantras, mantras, yantra, chakra, all spirits of yoga, all yin and yang, universal intelligence, universal energy, crystals, and all related spirits. Say right now, Satan, I notify you that I am closing the door against all these things I know about 
and all the things I don't know about. I renounce you and all your demons, and I am now closing the door to every door that I might have opened. Now just receive this. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I bind and cast down the strong man and every stronghold of Satan and his demons. I bind and break the kundalini spirit and all associated spirits. Kundalini, go now. In the name of Jesus, I command you to get out of the people. Go in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I instruct angels to come now by the legions to attack, bind, and pull down the works of all these spirits, including mind control, mind occult, mind bending, all of it. I bind, rebuke, and cast down all evil spirits of witchcraft, occult, new age, sorcery, divination, necromancy, all these spirits of Eastern mysticism. Get out of the people now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ascended master, spirit guides, go now. Reincarnation, transcendental meditation, soul travel, martial arts, all wicked spirits that travel through that. Go now in Jesus' name. Chakra spirits, mantra, tantra, yantra, all spirits of yoga, go in the name of Jesus. Spirit guides, crystals, universal intelligent, Kabbalah, all those spirits go now in Jesus' name. I bind, rebuke, and cast down and strip the powers from all these pagan New Age gods and so-called masters in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, so I'm going to call out each individual pose. It's a very important part of this process. So you just receive this. And again, just take a deep breath and blow out as I call these. I'm obviously not even going to attempt to read the Sanskrit pronunciations, but I'm going to call them out in the American versions of each one of these poses. Again, I'm going to call these out one by one. Okay, so let's start. In the name of Jesus, Barrett via twist, come out of the people now. Big toe pose, come out. Boat pose, bound angle pose, bow pose, bridge pose, come out of the people. Camel pose, cat pose, chair pose, child's pose. In the name of Jesus, I command you to go now. Cobra pose, you come out of the people in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Corpse pose, cow pose, crane pose, dolphin plank, dolphin pose, come out of the people now. Downward facing dog, in the name of Jesus, I command you to go now. Downward facing dog, you come out of the people in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Eagle pose, easy pose, extended hand to big toe pose, extended puppy pose, triangle pose, peacock pose, Fire log pose, firefly pose, fish pose. In the name of Jesus, I command you to go now. Four-limbed staff pose, garland pose, half-frog pose, gate pose, half-moon pose. Come out of the people now. Half-baby toe, handstand, hero pose, high lunge, crescent variation. All crescent poses. Come out of the people. Leg up the wall pose. Come out. Locust pose. I bind you. Come out of the people now. Lord of the dance pose, come out. Lotus pose, in the name of Jesus, I command you to go now. Low lunge, high lunge, come out. Meraki pose, monkey pose, mountain pose, noose pose, pigeon pose, king pigeon pose, peacock pose, come out of the people. Plank poses, all of them, come out. In the name of Jesus, I command you to go now. Plow pose, pose dedicated to the sage, come out of the people now. All reclining poses, come out. Hand to big toe pose, hero pose, head to toe, all of it, come out. Seated forward bend, come out now. Side crane, side plank, side recline, all side posts, come out. All those poses come out of the people. Sphinx pose. In the name of Jesus, I command you to go now. 
all headstand poses. Headstand, come out. Shoulder stands, come out. In the name of Jesus, I command you to go now. Any kind of bows, come out. Upward bows, downward bows, upward plank, upward salute, all those upward poses. Come on out of the people. Upward facing dog pose, come out. Warrior one, warrior two, warrior three. In the name of Jesus, I command you to go now. Wide angle seated forward bend. All wild poses, come out of the people. Breath retention, come out. Calming the heart, come out. Meditation, come out of the people. Channel cleaning breath, come out of the people. That conquer breath, come out. Cross heart meditation, come out of the people. Deer seat, come out. Intuition, all meditation, lion pose, mantras. All of you, come out of the people now in the name of Jesus Christ. All those breathing, single nostril breath, salutation. All salutations, come out now in the name of Jesus. Yoga of sound breath, that om breath, come out of the people now. All of it now in Jesus' name, come out of the people in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for deliverance. I thank you for the people that have tuned in and received deliverance in this teaching today. And I seal their deliverance with the blood of Jesus. We close all those gates and we thank you, Father. We thank you for setting the captives free in the name of Jesus. And we say thank you. Amen and amen. You might have to go through that a few times, but I'll tell you what, this is very powerful and you can just let God do what he's going to do right now in terms of removing all that stuff. If you know anyone that's been involved in yoga, it might be a good idea to pass this on. Again, this is a very important teaching and it's a very important prayer here that we've done at the end. Thank you for tuning into the program, folks. This was an important one. Doctrines of devils are creeping into the church. Doctrines of devils and seducing spirits. That's what it is. And I think it's very important that we share this information with our loved ones. Hope you're blessed by the show. We'll see you tomorrow. Good.